0: Live from Buffalo Wild Wings. Touchdown, Winners! Victory, Las Vegas! I have nothing to say! This is Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy, Q. And they stay there.
1: And they stay there! We're here at Buffalo Wild Wings. We're every... Friday, we're at a Buffalo Wild Wings. We're here today close to the radio station. If you know where the radio station's at, then you know where we're at. We're at Wallapie and West Flamingo. Cassie, did I say that right?
2: Wallapai. There
1: you go. Cassie Soto, who is with us from VegasNation.com, does a great job with them. She has taught me over the past, I think, what, month? How to say Wallapai?
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: been about a month. And she said she would actually join us here today only if I said it correctly. So through text, I had to... Write it out the way that it would sound. Yeah, yes, and you got go. it, and you got it. And I got it, so I'm learning, so I'm getting smarter. So there you go, <laughs> trying to get smarter here on Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. Want to talk all things Raiders with Cassie, but she said when she sat down, Q, I'm here to talk about T-Pain.
2: I'm going to buy you a drink. Uh-oh. I cannot wait.
1: How excited are you? I you...
2: might lose my mind to get really? kicked out of the press box. They're oh, like, no. they tell us all, they they put a message out, you know, right before kickoff. They say, hey, media, members of the media, please be sure to, you know, there's no cheering in the press box. Everybody be on their base, best behavior, basically. Right. I'm going to be up there like, hey, T-Pain. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I cannot wait. Okay, so, so what
1: is the better <laughs> halftime show for you, T-Pain or Iggy Azalea?
2: You know, I don't even like Iggy Azalea like that. (laughs) You sure were
1: filming every second of that performance. But I was like, hold
2: on. Like, 17-year-old Cassie was kind of vibing. So (laughs) she's not even in, like, my top 20. But it was just like, this is kind of cool. Right. You know, I'm just here for a good time. There you go.
1: I'm not mad at you. you I'm not mad at you. But
2: T-Pain will definitely, no matter what he does, he will top it for sure. Okay,
1: T-Pain or Nelly? (gasps) Ooh. (laughs) Right.
2: Wait a minute. Yeah. I had the T-Pain-Migos debate with Adam Hill before. Okay. R.I.P., but yeah. Um, that was before that. Right. Oh, n- I might have to go Nelly.
1: Ooh, that's a tough no, one. No, because gonna- I always,
2: at karaoke, we always hit, like, go deep into T-Pain. What's your, like,
1: what's your go-to karaoke T-Pain song?
2: Uh, I mean... I'm Sprung is a great one. Oh, that's a good one. I'm, like, looking right now. Uh, I mean, Buy You a Drink is just, like, such a party song.
1: Right, right, right. But
2: my go-to... Karaoke song is "Fergalicious." <laughs> of course it Fergie. is.
1: Of course it so is. So
2: that that really gets the people going. Dude, does it? Yeah, it does. It sure does. <laughs> Fergalicious. Oh yeah, man, for sure.
1: you know it's funny. The wife, she'll go. Uh, she likes um, waterfalls. TLC waterfalls. Okay. When it gets to the hip hop part of it, yeah. like every word she's got it down. Okay,
2: so she loved that. What was them that movie where they're singing it? Yes, uh, The uh, Miller. We the, are the Millers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's
1: actually a movie I watched. That's actually funny. I like funny movies. I don't like you. No.
2: Hallmark.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't do the Hallmark movies. <laughs> the lovey
2: no, stuff. No, I don't do Christmas okay, gotcha.
1: movies. I don't do any of that. But funny movies, I'm good.
2: Okay. I'm good. good. But yeah, then she
1: loves man, she hits that hip hop part. And da ba da. She just, man, look out. I'm like, hold up. I'm out of the room. Let me get it. Let me get out of here, man. That's so funny. there you go. So T Pain will be performing at halftime. Cassie Soto's our guest here on Radio Nation Radio nine twenty. Now we threw out the question out there earlier today, Cassie. I'm gonna put you on the okay. spot because okay. Many people, including uh, your tag team partner, Vinny Bonsignor, who's obviously from the RJ, VegasNation.com, all you guys, you, Heidi, um, Vinny, Sam, Ed. I mean, the roster is so deep. (laughs) Hell, y'all can put out a football team, man. You guys got so many people out there. But, yeah, so Vinny puts out a piece. Vic Taver put out a piece. Tashaun put out a piece. Paul Gutierrez put out a piece about these last four games and how important they are. Yes. And they could be very important for even Derek Carr, where there's – even reports from Vinny that, hey, some saying it's inevitable that he's gone next year. So I rolled out what I think the plan should be for the Raiders moving forward. And I'll tell you what I thought. Okay. I think that you bring Derek Carr back next year, all right, because you got Devontae Adams, that's his tag team partner. You've seen what it looks like, it could look good. Mm-hmm. So I run with those guys. You bring Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro back into the mix. You see what this offense looks like. You spend your free agency money on the offensive line, build that thing back up. And you spend the rest of your free agency money on Josh Jacobs keeping him in the mix, who's all of a sudden, by the way, a captain now. You saw that. I did. How I cool mandated is that? How cool is that, though, that the players said, hey, we need this dude to be a captain? You know what's
2: so funny? After, I don't, yeah, the Seattle game, right? Is yeah. When he just, when, blew, yeah. Yeah, just mm-hmm. went crazy. I was yep. like, isn't it a shame that this guy isn't a captain? Right. I don't know who I said that to, but I'm, you know, sitting in the, in the locker room, you know, following that game um, or when they came back in town, and I'm just like, this guy does everything a captain does. Everything. Like, how did he not get voted a captain? Like,
1: right? That's a, so, that's a good question. That's a yeah. good question. I mean, hell, he's been playing since the Hall, the, the Hall of Fame game.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I exactly.
1: mean, he's been giving everything he's got since the beginning of the year. Exactly. So.
2: And, then, and then going back to what you said, though, like, I think that that's such you know real, recognized, real, right? right. Like these other captains were like, dude needs to be in here. And I don't right. know, you know, if they get more incentive or whatever it is, but like that C, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it means something. Right. And for again, for it to come truly from your teammates, right. like that's got to make sense. I mean, so
1: Josh McDaniel stopped us. We weren't going to ask yeah. him. We had he was like, hey, before you guys go, let me tell you this. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So that obviously was really important. So yeah. bring Josh Jacobs back and then spend your draft capital on defense because the defense has been ignored for so long, right? Yeah. Outside of Max Crosby and Nate Hobbs, you got a lot of question marks. Yes. I mean, really, literally, that's what it is. A ton of question marks, Max Crosby and Nate Hobbs. So that was my plan. It's a deep plan. It's a deep plan.
2: It's It's a deep plan. I I thought about it. I went deep.
1: I thought about it. (laughs) Okay. So I pass the sticks on to you. What is Cassie Soto if Dave Ziegler is sitting down with you and saying, all right, Cassie, what's your thoughts?
2: So, I mean, I'll be honest. Like yesterday when we were recording at headquarters, you know, Vinny and I recording our show that airs Saturday, Vegas Nation Game Day, um, He goes. I usually ask him, hey, Vin, like we're going to talk about this, this, and this, and he goes, oh, can we also, you know, just mention how these final four games are, you know, sort of like a final exam for Derek Carr because – he could not be in a Raiders uniform. Right. Well, they know, got a big come, financial
1: decision to make right after right the Super after, Bowl. Right after 3 days after the yeah. Super Bowl. And yep. I was
2: like, "Oh, we're going to do this." I was just <laughs> I was just going to ask you about the patty cake, you know, I wanted like, you know, like just some easy layup right. questions, and we're going to get okay. Let's go. Right. And uh yeah, so obviously, yeah, this is steam rolling now and a lot of, you know, these final four games what is Derek going to do in right. these? And so it's so funny, right, when I sat down here, but I thought about it. So I do our updates, you know, for Review Journal whatnot. I do our Vegas Nation phones, but I also do our sports updates. So when I saw that UNLV hired Bobby Petrino yeah. as their offensive coordinator, and I'm reading it, and all oh, his second stint in Louisville, you know, he's most notably known for coaching, one, Lamar Jackson. Right. So I was like, dang. And I'm sitting there with a the fiancé. <laughs> I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if Bobby's like, hey, Lamar, Vegas is really cool. Vegas is kinda nice. There's like, you that's know That's how you connect to You know, and I just like my I went from A to Z real quick yeah, and I was you like, did. Could you imagine one Lamar Jackson here? And the fiance was like, Well that would be something like I might right. go to Raiders games. That's <laughs> funny. So, you know, I don't have the whole in depth plan right and that's a reach. I right. know oh, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, people are time. probably like, What is this? You know, what's going on here? Right. But weirder things have happened. So so you, So yeah.
1: okay, so do you think that cars should be back next year? Or do you think that he truly has to prove it these final four games?
2: I think either way he has to prove it, right? right? right. Like there's no coasting for anybody on no, this no, roster no, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think. I, you know, and I believe, I don't remember, it's in Vinny's article, I don't remember when he said it, but he said, you know, I, I've heard this a million times, like I said, I was supposed to be gone eight years ago and I'm still here. So he right. hears it, right? He, knows, he yeah. was very upset when one uh, when uh, the Review Journal put out a Tom Brady in a Raiders oh, uniform yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. couple years ago. He remembered.
1: I don't want anything to do with that. He remembered. That's no, one thing I no, don't want no. anything to do with. Leave,
2: leave, leave Tom. Leave, let, him, let him be. Yes. Let him be. Let him finish it out over there. You know right. he's got his own. Situ- right. Situ- if you go situation. get, if you get
1: a quarterback, I think if you're going to get a quarterback, it's got to be a young cat. It has to be. Right. It has
2: to be at this point. Right. Yeah. And but maybe not rookie young.
1: Well. Uh, so then you're looking at a veteran.
2: I, I mean I think it has to be somebody established like at this point.
1: Okay. So you have who's the potential suitors then? I mean, if you're looking at potential guys, who would you throw out there if you're if you're just throwing out names for s's and giggles?
2: Who's somebody said Aaron Rodgers back here? You didn't like that very much.
1: Oh, I don't. I, look, Look, he has chemistry with Devontae. I'm, one of my big things is you have to take care of Devontae. He's right. the best wide receiver you had in the organization since Tim Brown. Yes. <laughs> Why get rid of him He's now? He's
2: breaking records right. 15 weeks in, like a ro- record break. Yeah, right. So.
1: And so, I mean, look, these contracts that they gave out originally were set up basically on a three year window. Right. So you're going to just cancel it after one year? of two guys being injured for most of it.
2: And just how much of a tease would that be for everybody, right? right? Like right. you can see what he does. Obviously this was a team that he grew up wanting right. to be a part of and obviously worked, you know, the 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 airwaves and you know phone calls back and forth with Derek Carr to get here. Right. And so yeah, I think that is that a risk you're willing to take? Right? See, so I'm not.
1: I'm not. I'm scared of money. Okay. I, 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 look, I know. I know. I'm here in Vegas. I don't gamble. I, I play triple double diamond. That's it. And there's no skill in the, involved at all. You hit the button and hope for the best.
2: You don't like roulette? No, I don't do anything. Oh, Even though I always roulette. bet on black. I always bet on black. Love for roulette. For obvious reasons. Love but- roulette. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yes we're doing okay. that yeah, yeah yeah i got you i got you i'm a red 23 girl myself but uh, well that's okay that's,
1: that's representing michael jordan okay i, there you go. I, I can there respect that i can respect that but yeah so as far as i'm concerned you've got to give this an opportunity yes and this opportunity i don't feel like was a real shake this year because of all the injuries
2: yeah no absolutely and i mean i think it goes again because that's been all the articles written as well like uh 40 five offensive snaps out of 850? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I exactly. We'll just go 40 to 800 offensive snaps. Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and Devontae Adams have been on the field together. I'm not a mathematician, but that percentage That's seems very, very low. Very low,
1: very low. Extremely low. low. No so doubt. at that
2: point, you know, you you got everybody's hopes up so high at right. the beginning of right. this season and what it could be. And, you know, obviously injuries happen. But if all of these guys are healthy and good to go, and again, I don't know if they're going to rush Renfro and Waller back in this Sunday, Mm -hmm. right? Um, McDaniel said today that he maybe wants one more day of practice. They just put pads on yesterday. But to see what this could be, I think it's something everybody still wants to see. So, as you're saying, right, to to just get rid of Carr means you're going to get rid of Devontae more than likely. Most likely. Most likely. likely. I mean, he
1: could always stick around, but is he going to be happy? Right. You know, and then if you bring in some rookie, I mean, he didn't want to catch passes from Jordan Love. What makes you think he wants to catch passes from...
2: I don't know if these Silver. Mandalay Bay deals or whatever it is, they keep coming in getting those sweets. That's true. Let's be honest.
1: That's true. That's true. Again, Cassie Soto is <laughs> our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We're here at Buffalo Wild Wings. We got a text on our Don'tBeBroke.com text line from Big Dub Raider. He said, oh, Cassie, as much as I'm cool with Carr, Lamar and Silver and Black would look really, really good. I'm all for it. Go Raiders. Okay, there so you go. So Big Dub See, Raiders riding with you. My
2: A to Z here. Oh, you and UNLV hired an offensive coordinator? <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <laughs> of course. Hello. Don't, doesn't everybody just take that route? Side and get there?
1: note how is Bobby Petrino in Vegas going to shake out? <laughs> I got a text. You know with- what I
2: love? Hold on. Bobby and Barry. like the- Right. Bobby and Barry right. rocking with the UNLV Rebels. Let's go. Man, let's I- just let's see how this thing works out.
1: I got a text as soon as that was announced from uh, Freddie Coleman from uh, ESPN. Uh-huh. And he said, Bobby Petrino in Vegas, what else could go wrong? <laughs> he
2: said, what? Could go He might be a little better than a guy named Eddie O, you know, if he would have.
1: Well, don't huh. start with Eddie O. That, <laughs> that was DeMond's guy. Oh, was it? Oh, my gosh. DeMond was so angry when Barry Odom uh, got hired because he wanted Ed O, and he said he's not a good coach. And I said, well, why would you want him then? He's like, well, he's a good recruiter, and, you know, he'll be better. Than, like, he basically was settling for being mediocre. I
2: said right away, I was like, man, we need a translator for that man. <laughs> like, we would
1: need? DeMond, go ahead and chime in on, real quick on your uh, defense on Ed O.
2: Q, you see, this is the
0: problem with the word mediocre. People think it's a pejorative now, but it is not. It's basically just word. saying average. Where, hey, I don't mean to be pedantic. There's another big word for you. <laughs> but
2: when it <laughs> comes this to. Guy? this is a guy that doesn't wear shoes? Exactly. Throwing out these words?
0: Not wearing them now either. But oh. when it comes to being mediocre, I'm just saying average. You know what? Yo, we used to pray for 6-6 six and six football here at UNLV. Still praying for it. <sighs> so I think that Coach Oak could give you that. But Bobby Petrino, you guys laugh. But I'm going to be laughing at a bowl game next year, because hey, I think that that's a right move for the for the UNLV Rebels. I don't
1: laugh. I think he's a good offense coordinator. I just think it's funny, Bobby Petrino in Vegas. You know, the stories write themselves.
2: Hey also, man, it breaks my heart that you say we pray for six and six. it's like man, let's go! But I, no, it breaks my heart because it's true. It hurts because <laughs> it's you. true, Q. But you should always aim higher. Uh, but wh- you didn't. Okay, look, look, I got my rebel gear I see, on today. I see,
1: but look, you know, me, this is the argument that myself and Demond had on the show. I okay. said, man, you don't, you don't. Aim for average. Like, you know, if I went home and was like, hey, wife, you're average, she okay. should leave me immediately, okay. right? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't want someone that's average.
2: I think it's situational. It might be situational. No, there's
1: nothing in life I ever wanted that's average. <gasps> nothing. I don't want an average car. I don't want to average anything. Okay,
2: well, we know you're riding in. <laughs> In the late over the, you it know, you're fancy doesn't matter. Fancy it pants doesn't over matter. Here. You just, I mean,
1: why would you, you don't, you have a fiance, he's not mm-hmm. average. No, he's
2: not. He's exactly.
1: That Your your <laughs> ring that you have is not average. This not, is average. not a,
2: you see it sparkling? Exactly. I just cleaned it.
1: Exactly. That was my point. But Demond is, uh, you know, he's, he's feeling himself, and now he's got... No shoes on the studio. So that's another conversation we'll have at a later date. I can't
2: see the, the computer, the you, camera. You does he have a – does he rock in the cowboy? Or- no, NFR's no. Over, no, so he's he's, uh, he's
1: he's back in his Raider gear now because we're going to go to the Josh Jacobs meet and greet after this. Oh, so, nice. So he's going to – now he's going to pretend to be media uh, services for the Raiders. Oh, excellent. He's got his media services jacket on from last year. Excellent. So there you go. Good he's, job, he's, DeMond. He's going he's gonna to try to look like top flight security of the world. <laughs> <laughs> he went and got his hair cut today and everything.
2: <laughs> he should have been in the locker room the other day. Josh McDaniels might have recruited him.
1: Man. Yeah, maybe. He's still trying to give Tashaun a little uh, backup linebacker role, a little yep. uh, you know practice squad role. So maybe <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, DeMond could have finally got onto some field because he always tells us he was on a field, he was a captain, he was a manager, he was somebody. He wasn't nothing. H2O. He, he was the water boy. He was the water boy. The hate. The hate.
0: <laughs> captain of the basketball team, Q.
1: Captain of the basketball team? What was the basketball? One of them Nerf hoops?
2: The little ones that you put on the back of the, the door in right. the office.
1: Little Q had one of those, too, when he was three.
0: This was big boy basketball.
1: I bet. I yeah.
0: bet.
1: <laughs> this is where Soto. the big boys play. Yeah, I'm sure. Cassie Soto is with us from VegasNation.com. We're here at Buffalo Wild Wings having a good time. All right, so you threw your plan out. I threw my plan out. We'll get a bunch of calls on that. But I want to get into the game on Sunday. Waller and Renfro could potentially come back. We don't know yet, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. If they do, what do, you, what do you think? How much do you think of a feature they become?
2: I mean, do you rush them back in right away?
1: I don't. I I, I kind of blend them in as you know, kind of slowly because yes. Adams and Jacobs is working
2: right. Exactly. So I think maybe you get some heat, maybe get some heat off of Devontae Adams and maybe get him a few more looks if possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we saw them at practice this week. I put the video out and I'm not going to, you know, like you can see it. The video doesn't lie. They were both looking, you know, a little confused and I wasn't going to do Hunter Renfro like that, but I left out the previous, you know, 10, 15 seconds oh, of yeah? a, one of the clips that I put. Uh-huh. And he was looking, you know, sideways, a little back and forth, trying to figure out, you know, okay, yeah. well, what are we doing now since I've been on IR? So yeah. they, they're they not just going to pick up where they left no. off. No. So I think, obviously, um, very beneficial if they can get on the field. But to what extent? Right. And are you willing to risk injury again and then Boom, for real, calling it a season for them.
1: Well, I know that they're not going to be conditioned for right. a full load. Right? right, and
2: that's exactly what McDaniels brought up yeah. Was it today yeah. when he's like, yeah, we were able to bring back Nate Hobbs because it was his hand, right? right? His cardiovascular was yep. not – I don't run for two, three weeks. You feel it when you go back to the gym man. on the treadmill. You're like, man, 4.5 is, is feeling <laughs> like a marathon over here. Man, this speed is, is – are we sure we're not at 8.5? Like, right. yeah. So, exactly. t- you know, uh, these guys being – trained athletes and going, you know, 100 at practice, very often, you know, mm-hmm. more times than not at practice, than being able to step on the field. That's, you know, what they've said before. That's when we have fun, right? right? The game yeah. is when they have fun. It's yep. all the hard work and practice, so not having that for these last couple of weeks, it's definitely going to affect them.
1: No, it will. It will. So, maybe Waller and Renfro return a little bit to a certain extent on Sunday. Bill Belichick, we know he's going to want to take away the best weapon, so I'm, right. thi- I'm thinking he's going to do everything he can to limit Devontae Adams. So, how do the Raiders win this game if Devontae Adams is a smaller figure or a smaller factor in the game?
2: New captain? Just go to the new captain over and over and over and over again. Again, that defensive wait, line
1: is pretty nasty for the yeah, Patriots, though. So.
2: Yeah, they got a couple sacks last week. Six they?
1: Monday night, and Chris <laughs> <Kristen got> <laughs> Barmore might be coming back.
2: They got a few. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think again, right? Well, Alex Barr is officially out also yeah, for the Raiders' big. offensive line, so yep. that's huge. Natani Muti, is. Are we thinking that he's?
1: I think he gets sunburned. He's and gonna. It's, it sounded like what McDaniel said today that you know he may be a guy that gets a little bit. So I think he's right, and we know Jermaine
2: yeah. Illuminor, He said also he's a guy that says put me wherever you need me, Coach, yeah. you know. So that obviously a guy that's been, um, you know, here with the team for a while, and I thought it was pretty poignant, the same thing that McDaniels had said, like a lot of the guys even on the practice squad that have been here are helping Natani, you know, catch basically catch up and, and get to speed. Right. So it very does it does very well sound like he could get some burn on Sunday.
1: <laughs> Jason in Maryland hit us up on our don'tbebroke.com oh, text no. line said, y'all got to be joking about Lamar Jackson. There's no way in hell Baltimore is letting him leave for nothing. Which is true. Right. Which, which we we, no, we fully understand that. Have they,
2: are they, but they have, They what are they paying? What are they going to pay? Well, I mean. What what, would his price be?
1: It's going to be top dollar. Ridiculous. It should be top dollar. If if I'm him, I would say, look, I'm not taking a penny less than Deshaun Watson. got. That's what I would say. Yeah. Right? And we'd see what happens. I
2: loved a few weeks back when the fan dropped the sign on him. Right. And it said, pay the man. And he was just like, yeah. No,
1: I mean, (laughs) as they should. You know, and it it sucks that he's injured right now. But um, at worst case scenario, they'll franchise him. And probably double franchising. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not Jason's absolutely right. They're not gonna let him go for nothing. He's way too valuable. I think that uh, the Raiders or any other team that wanted him would have to give up a King's Mansion or ransom for him, but right. I, I just don't. Maybe a mansion to go along with it too, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh,
2: hey, we'll throw in our owner's yeah. mansion. Hey, We're still yeah. building it; it's fresh, it's, brand new. Paint <laughs> Paint's not even on it yet. It's so new. He ain't even lived in it yet,
1: so it's good. <laughs> it's good to go. So yeah, no, Jason, I think you're spot on on that. Thanks for the uh, comment on the Don't Be text line. So uh, defensively. The last thing we saw from the Raiders' defense obviously was giving up that 98-yard touchdown drive against the Rams, which was all bad. I can't remember what you tweeted right after the game, but I just saw it and I was like, (laughs) yeah, it was just something. I don't remember what it was, but it was very short. I think it was just
2: a gif, like, huh?
1: (laughs) What just happened there? What just happened there? So who has to step up this week? I mean, the the Patriots' offense isn't great. We know that. But at the same time, we've said that about other offenses, and they've gone in there and, you know, caught 300 yards worth of pass. I mean, you know what I mean? Just – They've had big games. I
2: think first things first, no smacking balls out of hands in front of a ref.
1: Man. That would be a start. Yeah, yeah, no stupid penalties. So
2: no stupid penalties. Um, Again, I mean, Max Krause, it goes without saying. He's just going to have a day. He could, at this point in the season, like he could just coast. and What could anybody say, right? right? Um, Again, Chandler Jones is obviously someone that – Everybody is still expecting more and more out of. We've seen glimpses of it. We've seen that he can be, you know, the guy everybody thought he was going to be and help Max Crosby more than anything. Mm -hmm. So I think Chandler is another guy. And I think maybe Jerry, you know, maybe he comes in with a chip on his shoulder and he realizes, like, hey, that was a bonehead mistake. Let me make up for it, you know, and get after it on Sunday. Um, So I think those guys for sure. Again, um, Nate Hobbs also gave up a big play. Nate looked like he
1: took a step back last week. A little bit. Felt like he took a, a little step bit. back. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, he didn't he have a big breakup, but it, called, it got called back.
1: Was it a penalty? Uh, someone yeah. got a penalty? Yeah. Some, some, Shocking. Some, you
2: know, yeah. So, again, but I just think that he's a guy, as you mentioned him, you know, Max Crosby and Nate Hobbs, those being the guys, again, I think obviously no Rocky Sin, yeah. you know. So I think Nate Hobbs could be a guy that, you know, just steps up. And he just seems like a guy who loves to get after it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't have to inspire him. You don't have to give him extra motivation. You don't got to talk about barbecue chicken, <laughs> this and right, this, right, you know. Right, So I think that we could see and should the Raiders should expect a lot from him as well well
1: let me ask you this how much do you think Josh McDaniels' playbook is open right now like how much of his playbook do you think that they're using
2: well we've seen a couple trick plays he's gotten a little he's yeah. gotten a little bit in there
1: i'm just curious because everyone says that his playbook is so big and i don't think that i i feel like they're using a very small part of it right i don't think that everyone has the idea of the offense so he's trying to get them to walk before they run if that makes sense oh for
2: sure you know what for I mean? sure i mean and uh, And I think this goes back to maybe um, the lessons that he learned in Denver. He's talked about that over Mm -hmm. and over again. So maybe he went into Denver and was like, we're doing A through Z, no buts, ifs, ands, or buts about it. Figured out. Exactly. Like, we're going to do it. We're going to read all these motivational quotes in the locker room and you're going (laughs) to like it kind of thing. So I think now, obviously, again, he talks about the lessons that he learned and how not to go about being a head coach. And then again this week he talked about being able to come back to the Patriots and take notes of what Bill Belichick does that maybe he had not paid attention to to before he was a head coach and now he's like okay if I want to ever be in that role again I gotta you really pay attention to this so going back to the playbook I think he 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 absolutely probably is you know maybe not took a step back but didn't just full 100 miles per hour hey let's do this you're gonna learn it we're gonna go and more in bits and pieces, the Spark Notes version,
1: if you will,
2: of the playbook.
1: I like it. I like it. Cassie Soto our guest, VegasNation.com. What do you guys got coming out on Vegas Nation that uh, we need to be ready for?
2: Yeah, so we get into that Derek Carr conversation, myself yeah. and Vinny Bonsignor, okay. um, in our Vegas Nation game day episode that air- airs every Saturday at 7 a.m. at VegasNation.com, and our Review Journal YouTube page as well premieres on there.
1: Okay, question for you. Put you on the spot. And no's an okay answer. Um, are you going to stick around? Right now? Yeah. Like, are you going to get something to eat real quick?
2: No, probably not.
1: <laughs> All right. Justin Dunk, 3downnation.com. He's going to join us next. If Cassie is around at the top of the hour, we'll take some calls and texts. And if you want to drill qu- Cassie and get her, ask her some questions. <laughs> and if she's around. I'm out
2: for sure. I'm out. I got to go. Oh, man, my phone's ringing. Got to go. <laughs> Put her
1: on the spot, Damana. Put her on the spot. That's how we do it. If Cassie's around, we'll get her back on uh, coming up at the top of the hour. But coming up next, Justin Dunk, 3downnation.com. Cassie, thank you so much. <laughs> thank I appreciate you. you. This is Rare Nation Radio Night. Nice
0: You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio.
1: Wild Wings is the location we're at right now. We do it every single Friday, 4280 Wallapai. It's on the corner of Wallapai and West Flamingo. You cannot miss us. Many thanks to Cassie Soto, who was just here for the last half hour from VegasNation.com. She's signing a couple autographs and taking a couple pictures right now, and then uh, she's going to be on her way. But uh, many thanks to Cassie for giving us some time this afternoon. Join us now on the phone lines, my good friend, haven't talked to him in a while, Justin Dunk, 3downnation.com, at jdunk12 on Twitter. And, Justin, thanks so much for your time, my man. It's been a minute. How you been doing?
3: I'm doing well up here in cold Canada, buddy. It's been a while, but I appreciate you reaching out. Glad yes. to join you.
1: No doubt, no doubt. Well, I saw the tweet that you put out about Trey Ford, the quarterback that the Raiders actually worked out today, and he is from uh, the can- can- Canada Football League, and you cover CFL and the Canada Football League like a glove. So what can you tell us about Trey Ford, a uh, former first-round pick there uh, with the Edmonton uh, what it? Edmonton
3: Elks? You nailed it, my man. He's an intriguing athletic prospect. He won the Heck Crichton Trophy, which is essentially the Heisman, but for Canadian university football when he was at the University of Waterloo before he was selected in the first round of the CFL draft last year. Now, I think what's important mainly for your listenership would be the fact that he actually held a pro day at the university at Buffalo last year. And that was because he grew up in Niagara Falls, Ontario, which is just across the border from Buffalo. So he was able to get in there, get in front of a bunch of NFL scouts. There were 25 different CFL and NFL teams that were represented at that pro day and he really wowed with his athleticism. Ran a four-four-five forty-yard dash. He jumped pretty high as well—thirty-six inches in the vertical. Has some quicks with a four-point-two-seven-second shuttle time. And really, as a passer, he does need some more refinement and development. But you look at his year in 2018 when he won Matt Heckrichten Trophy. He had 74% pass completion percentage in youth sports football, and yes, he would have to get used to that level of play down there, but he's certainly an intriguing athlete and one that a bunch of NFL teams, and now the Raiders, have done research on.
1: You know, I'm, I'm intrigued by that and kind of looking at what he did and reading your write-up as well. It looked like he was banged up quite a bit uh, throughout the course of this year, and then I saw someone resp- reply on Twitter saying, well, he's under contract. How is he having these workouts with an NFL team like the Raiders? So explain to us why he was allowed to have this workout, and, and was he banged up quite a bit this last year?
3: First of all, in terms of the contract aspect, every CFL player has what's called an NFL window in their contract every single year from December into February when free agency starts in the CFL. So they have that opportunity to go and visit and work out with NFL teams and potentially sign a contract within that time frame. So that was something that was added a little while back to entice players to come up here, potentially stars from the NCAA who had gotten overlooked from the NFL, knowing that you're not going to be locked in up here for two or potentially three years and not be able to at least test the NFL. So that's why he was able to go and do that. And he's really a guy that, yes, did have some injury issues, but I think just got banged up and landed on that shoulder in his second start up here but if he's in an offense and can learn it and he was in the Edmonton offense for the first time this season and at a pro level and he acquitted himself very well it could have been the starter out of the gate but I think they took more of a long-term approach with Trey Ford in Edmonton then I think he could be productive and there were a lot of people up here in Canada for what it's worth that felt like he would get an NFL shot last year coming out of university football. Talking
1: right now with Justin Dunk from 3downnation.com. Again on Twitter at jdunk12 here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness talking about uh, the young man Trey Ford, the quarterback that was working out today with the silver and black. Is there any chance that he was working out as an athlete or is he strictly a quarterback?
3: Well, he's strictly a quarterback right now, but I think that was the other thing that intrigued NFL scouts was his sheer athleticism. So I imagine that Las Vegas was looking at him in multiple aspects, and we've seen recently Chris Strebler, a guy that won a great cup with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the CFL, who was more of an athlete, let's say, than Ford. I think Ford is probably a more refined passer than Strebler is, but a guy that went from winning a great cup with Winnipeg to being with the Arizona Cardinals for a little while and then now is on the roster of the New York Jets. So, he's a guy that I think you could look at as a player in the same type of way that you could use Trey Ford. You could use him in some of those short yardage situations. You could have a package for him because he's so athletic while he develops as a passer and learns the offense.
1: So how much do you see kind of on the regular? Do you see guys getting plucked from the CFL teams the Canadian Football League teams um, by the NFL and going to just, you know, have some really good success?
3: I would say every year there's at least a handful of guys that get worked out and then probably about the same that gets signed by nfl teams and then it obviously shrinks in terms of the guys that actually make the active roster and have an impact but as i mentioned chris trevler has been in the nfl now for i believe it's three years and i think has secured his pension so it is more rare for quarterbacks to go from the cfl to the nfl but every year there are players i mean the Raiders had a guy like that a while back, in Eric Harris, who was there for a long time and then had a longer NFL career after that.
1: Yeah, I remember Eric Harris. He wasn't too bad at all, and he's actually still in the league right now. So uh, he's been around for quite a while. Justin Dunk is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Now, I wanted to ask you about another player real quick, wide receiver Keon Schaefer-Baker. You actually let me know that he worked out with the Raiders as well. Uh, what can you tell us about Baker?
3: He's a very intriguing prospect. He went to my alma mater, which is the University of Guelph, which is about an hour outside of Toronto for the uninitiated. He's a big, physical, athletic receiver. Six foot four, over 200 pounds. Did his vertical leap when he was coming out in the CFL combine almost 40 inches, 39 inches, and is a guy that really went underused in Canadian University football. But when he got his chance to start for the Saskatchewan Roughriders, in this CFL, and especially this last season, was very impressive. He was over a 1,000 yards in terms of his total yardage amount on offense. Nearly did it as a receiver, but had a real breakout season last year, to be honest, on an offense that really struggled. And he was the best player, for my money, on that offense for the Riders. And that includes a guy that was in the NFL for a little while, and Duke Williams, who had been with the Bills, and they came back up to the CFL and commanded big CFL money. So Kean Schaefer-Baker is certainly an intriguing prospect, and he might go under the radar, and I'm sure Raiders fans are going to Google him and say, well, he didn't really do much in university football, but this guy has a lot of NFL interest piling up, and he's piling up the workouts as well. So it leads me to believe that there are a bunch of NFL people that believe he can actually compete and potentially make an active roster in the NFL.
1: Talking again with Justin Dunk, 3downnation.com here on Radio Nation Radio 920. DeMond's got one for you.
0: Another quarterback in, from the CFL that had an NFL workout is Nathan Rourke. He got a t- look with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you had to compare him to Trey Ford, who do you think is the better quarterback prospect right now?
3: Ooh, in terms of being a sheer quarterback prospect, it has to be Nathan Rourke because he showed that this year with the BC Lions in the time that he was healthy. He was on pace to set... CFL single-season records in terms of passing yardage and touchdowns in a single season. And I think you guys will know this name. It's Doug Flutie that holds both of those records north of the border. So if he could have stayed healthy, and I think the Liz Frank injury was just a little bit fluky, which is what ultimately knocked him off the pace and kept him on the sideline, then Rourke would have had a generational season up here. And he's drawn a lot of NFL interest over... Half of the NFL has reached out to Rourke and or his camp showing interest, and he's going about it in a very measured way. He's not just going to go work out for all of those teams. He's going to go and work out for the most interested, and Rourke also has already worked out for the Las Vegas Raiders. So there's a potential fit there as a quarterback, a guy that I think really should be viewed as a dude that can come in and make an impact on a roster right away. He's played High-level NCAA Division One football at Ohio University was very productive there, and he showed that when he got his opportunity to be the full-time starter with the BC Lions up in the CFL, that he can be ultra-productive, and I think he would really fit with the type of ball that they're playing now down in the NFL, which more and more looks like the CFL of olden days, we'll say, with their gunslinging mentality.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question. With the spread offense you know, becoming so prominent in the NFL, do you think that more Canadian Football League quarterbacks get an opportunity? Because I feel like that's the one position where people in the past didn't think that it would translate over as well.
3: It could help, and you're right. We all know that it used to be in the NFL, you wanted that prototypical size, like a 6'4", 225-pound guy that would sit in the pocket and sling the rock. But that's actually hurt the CFL in terms of getting quarterback talent up here from the NCAA. Let's say, for example, Russell Wilson used to be on CFL negotiation list, which is a list that teams can put players on to have exclusive negotiating rights. But Wilson never made it to the CFL because of this shift in the NFL. So I certainly think it he can help guys like Nathan Rourke and Trey Ford. But it really depends on their age. I think Rourke and Ford are getting looked at because they're still in their earlier 20s. They're not at the back end of their 20s, and that's why NFL teams see an upside there. They can develop them for a little bit and still have that time to potentially make an impact on a roster.
1: Interesting. Very interesting. Justin Dunk, 3downnation.com, is who we're talking to right now on Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. Now, you mentioned you know, the Raiders have worked out multiple players. Have you noticed um, a, a team or a couple teams in the NFL that have maybe more interest in CFL guys than others?
3: That's a really good question, my man. Honestly, it seems to be um, a theme, I'll say, overall. We talked about Eric Harris before. that. I think the Raiders over the years have taken a look. The Patriots have not been shy. The Saints as well have had some success in that area. Eric Harris played there as well, and Delvin Bro was mm-hmm. a great quarterback for them. And it seems like the Jacksonville Jaguars, for whatever reason, pop up on the radar. Maybe that's because they've been <laughs> so bad, and they're just desperately looking for talent <laughs> anywhere they can. <laughs> right? Those would be the teams that come to mind for me.
1: There you go. Well, that'll work. Well, Justin, fantastic stuff. 3 dot You do the Three Down Nation podcast as well. What do you got coming out that we can look, uh, you know, take a look at and maybe get a little bit more uh, insight?
3: Yeah, man, appreciate you giving us a plug there. We'll always be covering the CFL players or the Canadians that are working out for NFL teams. So as we go along here, I envision more workouts and stuff going on with CFL players south of the border. And I would encourage people to read up on Trey Ford on our site look at his background. And Nathan Rourke is a guy that I really feel like is going to have an opportunity to Choose from multiple contracts. So we'll be tracking that situation on 3downnation.com as that entire process plays out.
1: There you go. Well, you do a fantastic job, you and your colleagues there. Let's make sure we uh, keep the pipeline open, my man. Let's not make it so long in between conversations next time.
3: Sounds good to me, man. Anytime you need.
1: All right. Appreciate you, Justin. There he goes. Justin Dunk. Fantastic work. 3downnation.com. You can find him on Twitter at jdunk12 and with us here on Raider Nation Radio 920. 3.42 is the time. Got a bunch of stuff to give out here sitting on the table as we're here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Cassie hasn't taken everything yet. She just grabbed a hat, so you better hurry up. You want a sweatshirt? You want some koozies? Oh, she put the hat on. It's official. It's official like a referee's whistle. She put the hat on. It's over. She's got it. (laughs) But you got plenty of time to get hooked up with a lot of stuff. We've got it here at Buffalo Wild Wings. We're starting out your weekend the right way. New England Raiders in the house. My man, New England Raiders in the house. He's feeling good about himself, and you can too. Come on by and see us. 42. Eighty a while up high with Radin Nation Radio 920. Baby girl, what's your name? Let me talk to you. Let me buy you a drink. I'm T Pain. You know me. Convict music, Nappy Boy.
0: Now back to unnecessary roughness with your boy Q.
1: Max Crosby doing his best T Pain. That was his rookie year. That's when they make the rookies sing to the rest of the team. And yeah uh, he hit it, man. He killed it when he was doing his uh, T-Pain impersonation. Been talking a lot about T-Pain this week. He's probably had more talk this week from us just based off the fact that he'll be performing at halftime at the Raider game against the Patriots. That should be fun, man. I look forward to seeing T-Pain out there. How you doing? All right. So, yeah, that's that's going to be a fun one. So, definitely uh, – uh, make sure that you're paying attention to that if you're at Allegiant Stadium because, of course, they don't show it uh, on the broadcast. But if you're at Allegiant Stadium, make sure you're paying attention to the stage at halftime to check out 1T Payne. We've been taking your calls and texts. We've got tons of texts on our com text line to get to at 69187, keyword R N R. Had a good conversation with Cassie Soto from VegasNation.com who was uh, here at Buffalo Wild Wings for a good time. She has just left, but... We want to hear from you still, 702-365-9200. Let's go out to the phone lines. talk to our guy, Fargo Raider. Welcome to the show, my man. What's on your mind?
4: Here Demond, Thank you for taking my call. Uh, man, Cassie's colder than this foot of snow on the ground, right? She said, <laughs> I'm dipping. <laughs> shout-out to the Dirty Nickel, though. I'm from the 805, and we share the same hometown, so shout-out Cassie Soto and the Dirty Nickel. There you go. Now, I'm a, I'm, I wanted to hit a couple quick points here. Now. Okay. I heard, I heard one of the callers earlier talking about the if factor. Look, man, he's a quarterback. He ain't a spice girl. We don't need him to have the impact factor. We need, him to, we need him to produce on the field. You know, I don't, I, that's, that kind of talk makes me think that it's more of a popularity contest sometimes with the nation. Everybody's hung up on these nine years that he hasn't been able to win. There's been a lot going on in those nine years. Let's not even talk about that. Why are we forgetting there was 11 before? Before he got there, there was 11 years losing without a quarterback with the same other problems that we've had. So a lot of people try to pile on on the quarterback and say, you know, if, if the quarterback's not getting it done, he's not getting it done. There was probably 20 other quarterbacks before that weren't getting it done either. He's the best one we've had since, and that's why a lot of the nation says, you know, let's be realistic. He, he We don't need the popular guy. I don't need Mahomes you know, to get to the Super Bowl, but I do need a defense. That's right. what got him there. That's what got paid manning one. So here's my plan. Okay. Instead of us looking for these for these, you know, billboard things, how about we go for some for some bunch pill guys all defense. Spend the whole draft drafting defense. We got guys on offense. We can find pieces to move around on the offense. The only place on offense I want to see anything through would be the line. You know, get a little bit more protection. But we need defense. We don't – Perriman is older. If we do sign him to another contract, he's in the back half of his career. Jones the same. We're going to have to get guys in the linebacker core that are studs, and we're going to have to get guys in DBs that are studs. Right now in the DB room, all we really got is Hobbs and and hopefully Merrick continues to trend upward. But Harmon, older guy. You know, and Austin yeah. Ben missed, and then I, I don't know if you guys ever checked that out, but like I said, Harmon was the, the guy who got the PI that negated his interception. You know,
1: so. All right, so they, real I'm real quick, Fargo, real, hold on. Let me let oh, me. I want yeah, I want to summarize it real quick, just so I got it right. So what is the what is your plan moving forward? Like, what what do you think the plan should be? Like, real quick. I say you,
4: you got you got a, a, a good quarterback. You got okay. the best receiver in the league. You got one of the best tight ends when he's healthy and one of the best slot receivers. Why would you want to go and shake all that up? So keep okay. the offense, improve the offensive line, but focus, the main focus needs to be on the defense. When are we going to get back to at least 20 or better ranked overall defense?
2: 2016 okay. was the
4: last time we had a twenty ranked defense. Think about that. Gotcha. Thank you for taking my career. Great. Thank you. And the nice. grounding. That's why I ain't got no shoes.
1: <laughs> Appreciate you, my man. Appreciate you. So keep Carr on the offense as is, improve the offensive line, and focus in on defense, which I agree with 100%. I just think that the year to move on from Derek Carr would be 2023 if you can go and make a play for Caleb Williams. And at that point, there might be another quarterback that you're looking at. I just think that, and I don't mean to pile on with the it factor thing, there is something, too, saying a guy has the it factor, right? That's what one of my big things was with Jalen Hurts, why I liked him so much, because I thought that he was a winner and he's mature, and he's a guy that can handle adversity and, and not flinch. There's something to be said about guys like that. That's why I like Russell Wilson when he was coming out of school because I thought he was, uh, had the it factor, too, where he was, he was just a winner. He was one of those cats. Now, Patrick Mahomes coming out of school wasn't a winner because his team was terrible and his head coach was terrible, but he just had a hell of an arm. He just had a lot of uh, natural ability, and getting with Andy Reid, he learned how to turn that into a, a winning factor, but there's certain things to be said about people that are just winners. Right, Some guys are just not winners, and some guys are winners. And Hurts, in my opinion, winner. Russell Wilson coming out of college, absolutely a winner. Let's go out to the phone lines again talk to our guy quick. Welcome to the show. Quick, what's on your mind?
5: Oh, what it do, Q-Ball? It's Friday.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, man.
5: Look, let check this out. I got to take Fargo to task just a little bit here.
3: Uh-oh. Yesterday
5: he called in and said... Uh, we need to be a little nicer to the team. we gotta, we got to kind of lower our expectations. When are we going to raise our expectations? When are we going to have expectations to actually win and stop having to piece together teams and uh, piece together the quarterback situation to become better? At a certain point, it's just not working with the same people. But when is Raider Nation going to actually step their game up and expect better? Sometimes it's like, oh, we need to be nice to the team. We need to be nice to the franchise. Franchise, like they done jack. So what do we need to be nice for? I'm spending my hard-earned time, my hard-earned checks. I'm going to the game on Sunday. I don't even want to go. I got they game in the tickets. And, you know, and look how I feel about it. They gave me the tickets. I'm trying to scalp them bad boys. I hate it. And I love my Raiders. But at some point, I got to keep like, my foot on their neck and expect better. I cannot sit and say that, oh, we should keep the team together, the core players, because we have a, a good quarterback. My man said a good quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is awesome. Awesome out there. What am I to expect from D.C.? You guys talking about we need a D.C. hero game. D.C. ain't had a hero game since uh, week 16 in, in, in uh, Indianapolis. I mean, what about the times when we need these people to be great, to step up and be the man? Jalen Hurst, been the man, winner in high school, winner in college. Go to another program, winner there too. Our man Carr ain't even on that level, and they was trying to say that that he was better than, than Jalen Hurts. Give me a break. Raider Nation, stop settling for mediocrity. Stop looking past the obvious situations here. Derek Carr is not getting better. We need to move on from him. We need to separate ourselves from the loser mentality that is his Uh, What is it now? It's a a, a 50-something and 70-something record? Come on, man. We deserve better, and I know Al wouldn't have it. That's why Mark tripping. I'm out of here, two ball. All
1: right, there he goes. Quick, let it be known how he feels. There you go. Good stuff. Definitely appreciate you. We'll get uh, back to that real quick. You want to take a quick break tomorrow or no? All right, Raider Mark, we'll get a call in real quick before we take a break. Welcome to the show, Raider Mark.
6: And uh, uh, thanks, DeMont. Hey, you know, real quick, man. I agree, man. We got to move on for Carr, man. I, it's not all his fault, you know. Immediately, are you, look,
1: are you looking for immediately, or, or, or what's the plan?
6: Oh well, the, the plan is to get the Caleb Williams, man. Heisman okay. Trophy winner.
1: But okay. that's not that's not till next year, though. No,
6: that's till next year. But we'll get we'll have Carr for at least one more year. Okay. If, you know, if we if we tank, then gotcha. Obviously, we could get him. But obviously, no, no, you know, we're gonna have Carr next year. And okay. we've got to approve on that. You know, Josh Jacobs had a, a great year this year. Now he's the captain. I mean, we don't know what he's going to be next year. Maybe we could franchise him next year and get it rolling. But I, I just think that, uh, I, I agree, man, that we, we need to move on with a car at least another one or two years and get the quarterback. That's going to be transcend the Raiders so we can take it to another place, man. It's been 20 years, man. So yeah, so no, I got you. So we got to do it, Q, man.
1: Okay. All right. All right, hey, good stuff, good stuff. And see, I I think that that's fair when you have a plan, right? Okay, he's not talking about get rid of him after the Super Bowl. He's talking about another year and possibly going and getting a guy like a Caleb Williams. I just don't think that if you go and draft a a quarterback this year, we'll get back into it on the other side, but I don't think if you go and and draft a quarterback this year, you're going to get the one that you want that could take you to the next level. I feel like they're going to be all gone by the time the Raiders pick, wherever they end up picking. I mean, who knows? There's still four more games, so you never know where they end up getting slotted. But I think that the guys that you ideally would probably want to want uh, coming up, they're already going to be gone. So I'm looking at the following year as the year where I think that the move was made for the quarterback. But if in the meantime, in between time, if you go and build that defense up, build that offensive lineup, and then all of a sudden you run it and say, okay, all all this team is is one big-time quarterback away from being a big-time winner, then you can go get your guy. That's just my thoughts. 357 is the time we'll come back. We'll get some more of your thoughts. Text. we'll also hear from head coach Joshua Daniels. He met with the media earlier today. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.